This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. The Pope and Young Club wants to welcome you as we rally together to ensure our bow hunting opportunities for today and tomorrow. You've come to the podcast that believes in preserving, protecting, and promoting the passion for bow hunting. Join us as we strive to be the voice of today's bow hunter. This is the Pope and Young Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pope and Young Podcast. I'm Jason Roundsville, joined today with my co-host, Dylan Ray, and we have a couple with us today that we, we feel so privileged for them to have, you know, invited Pope and Young along on their very special day. So we have with us Andrew Santana and Isabella White. You guys, thank you so much for being here with us today. We appreciate you joining us. Thank you, Jason. And uh, th thank you for having us. Yes. I, I have to admit, this is something a little bit new for us. Um, you know, we've never had a podcast specifically about an engagement video before. So this is a, a little bit new for, for Pope and Young, but I have to say you including us in your special day was something that we couldn't overlook. We saw the video and we, that, that was just, so thank you so much for including us in, in that special day. Of course. And, and while it's a first for you, it's a first for us on, on a podcast. So thank you again. Absolutely. Well, I, I we can't wait to hear the story. So first off, the question that, that I'm done, Isabella, did, did you know what was going on when this was happening? Absolutely not. No. You had like an inkling. You're like, you know what? This feels a little bit interesting. Maybe something's going on. No, um, I'll have to give it to the Santana family. They are all spectacular actors. Oh, I mean, liars. <laughs> spectacular liars. Oh. Not liars, we just didn't tell the truth. Yeah. So there was a bit of embellishment throughout the day as to what the purpose of the video that they were preparing me was for. Um, okay. 
they spent a good deal of time orchestrating the whole thing and convincing me that I was going to be on camera and that which you were it did work we are on camera now and I was on camera then but they had this elaborate plan set up and I believe every word of it hook line bait and sinker and I, the, the reaction you see on the video is, is honest. <laughs> that is outstanding. So obviously Andrew is, is an archer and a bow hunter. Now, how about you? Have you started yet? I know the premise of the video was, hey, here's some technique for, for archery. So tell us about your archery experience. You know, I was supposed to start archery, but I, I was proposed to instead. That was the day I was supposed to start. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I'm shown some interest in it and you know he and i have discussed it before but no i can't say i've ever i've never shot a bow to this day <laughs> well i'll tell you what knowing a little about that that family i would say you're probably sitting pretty good for getting an opportunity that's right and i have the best people that i can think of to learn from as well absolutely and so andrew tell tell us about how this all came about i mean this is um, and, and, and the crazy thing is you had one of the brand new, uh, Pope and Young branded t-shirts on. I don't think those things had been out for a week when I saw the video. I mean, those just popped at convention. Next thing I know, it's a few days later, this video comes out and I'm looking at this. I'm like, man, they had to plan this for weeks and weeks to get this all put together. So Jason, tell us about that process. Jason called me and said, I know we've made it when we're in a proposal video. And totally. Like, there you go. <laughs> that's that's awesome. And uh, so I'll, it's a funny story. I'll tell you how I had the shirt. Um, so in that convention, uh, was about, which was about a week before, um, if that. Yes. Yeah, so my 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 father was at that convention, and he sent me a text saying, "Hey, I I got you a Pope Young shirt. It's their new logo. It's badass. I'm bringing it home." Um, I love it. So so the plans. Yes, they're in the works for probably probably a month or so before, and all of the details we you know we knew that we wanted to do a, a sunset shoot and me shooting at a target that had a balloon in front of it covering a sign and then her looking through the binoculars and all that. So we kind of knew that we were, that we were going down that path. Um, the final touch, the the what do you call it, the uh, cherry on top, mm -hmm. was that Pope and Young shirt. Uh, because it gave us that story of bringing in a new hunter, um, you know, it's archery. Uh, hey, Dylan, we should just stop right now because he just said, um, he just said that on that video that if you haven't seen the video, folks, you have to see this video. So there's a link to it on our website. Anyway, uh, he just said that on a an amazing proposal video like that, with that much thought put into it. He said the cherry on top was the, the Pope and Young t-shirt. I thought the cherry I, on top was the fact that she said yes. But well, she said <laughs> yeah. I mean, that I, I would assume that if you're going to that much trouble asking, you're probably gonna get the yes. I was like, are those fireworks real? I mean, who has a fireworks <laughs> show for something like that? That's that's better than what I saw on the fourth of July. <laughs> It was stunning. It was stunning. It scared me at first because this is maybe my second uh, time being out in you know, hunting country. And when you hear that sounds way out in the woods in Illinois, the first thing you think of is these are not fireworks. Right. <laughs> Summer, so. <laughs> but I was, I was, it was really surprising. So, so yes, the fireworks were very real. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, so who all was, uh, you know, without throwing anybody under the bus, of Isabella here, you know, who all was in the planning stage of this? Who helped you with that? That's a production. So, so um, really, I have to give the the uh, big round of applause to my my father. He's the one that saw the Pope and Young shirt and and kind of came up with that last idea of really tying it all together. Um, so I give him the biggest credit, but you know, along with uh, my mother, she kept her distracted the entire day, uh, picking up, cooking, hanging stuff. Um, so my parents, uh, I have to give the most credit to. Wow, fantastic. Inside the house all day while they were setting up the um, target and the balloon and all that. She kept me busy around the house. And um, Ernie, as he mentioned, did a great job at coming into the house and, hey, we're going to do this really cool new segment about getting women involved in a hunting, Pope and Young. You know, I'm I'm energized by this convention I just went to. I want to do a segment. Isabella, you're going to be our star. And that's as much motivation as I needed to pick up a bow. So Absolutely. You can do it. <laughs> That is fantastic. So, so going back, where'd you guys meet? Oof. Well, so we, we met in in Miami, uh, where we're from, um, a couple of years ago, right? A few years ago, actually, during high school, and um, amongst my friends, I say this is you know, I'm engaged to my high school sweetheart. How storytelling! It, it's just it's a beautiful story to tell. Um, we met back in high school when we were young. Our circles kind of were intermingled, and we knew of each other for a while. Um, but as I was getting ready to go to college, I remember I was fostering puppies at that time. So neonatal puppies from the Miami animal shelter. And I was posting about them on social media, just letting everybody know how they were doing. And Andrew, someone who I'd known from my past, reaches out and says, Hey, those puppies are really cute. And as it turns out, he also thought I was pretty cute. And the story kind of, you know, continued from there. We got to talking and eventually we went out and went on some dates and dinner and the rest is history and now we're here yeah now we're here <laughs> now, now we're engaged have you picked a date oh gosh so that is to be determined still uh we're in the process of remodeling our house which has uh, as you i'm sure both of you know oh. uh, it's a hassle um so once we uh finish that and get in and get you know moved in then we're gonna start really planning and picking a date and places and all that i'll say we haven't picked a date yet but i know he's picked a season being from miami summer is not the time we intend to do it uh okay. maybe winter spring being from being from miami really no season is the season because <laughs> it's always hot um, well, i'm gonna guess it won't be during uh probably white tail rut or or maybe during I have, yeah, which is winter so i have to choose my my time carefully mm -hmm. yeah there's several weeks on our calendar that are blacked out for hunting where, you know, those are the periods that him time, go time. My, uh, my dad was going to officiate my wedding. He's a, he's a pastor. And so I call him and I said, dad, listen, I know the dates suck. Um, but she wants to get married on her parents' anniversary. It's like, so the dates are November, whatever. And he said, no, they ain't. And I'm like, <laughs> dad, I'm like, I can't, you can't help it, man. I'm like, it's one day. And he's like, dude, listen, I'm already committed. Like I'm going to a deer camp, blah, blah, blah. This now I've already paid money. Like it, you can have your wedding, but I ain't going to be there. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So I had to reschedule my wedding just because my dad wanted a deer hunt, but. That's, that's a serious right there. And I, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand the problem there, Dylan. I, well, I mean, I don't either, but my wife certainly 
I understood the problem. My wife certainly didn't understand the problem. She was like, are you serious? Your dad? And I'm like, well, he's not wrong. You know, you yeah. tried to plan it in November. I mean, yeah. Luckily I've spent enough time with the family that I know again, those, those days are blacked out for me. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> I will be planning a wedding then. Well, and see, let's hope that right now they're blacked out for them. And then in the coming years, they'll be blacked out for you. You're going to be like, well, yeah, of course I wouldn't want to get married during, you know, rut or, you know, elk rut or, or early season mule deer. There's going to be some stuff where you're going to be like, yeah, of course that's off limits. That's so, the that's yeah, the so, so Andrew, tell us about, uh, obviously you're a bow hunter. I, I don't know. I've met your dad. I know I've been Facebook friends with him for a few years now. So I see uh, his adventures all over the place. Tell, tell me a little bit about you. What, what do you have on the books for this year? So a little fun fact. Um, I haven't hunted with a bow. I just, I actually just started practicing bow uh, archery. Um, I started practicing after this uh, last year um, gun season. Okay. Uh, but I've been, hunt I've been hunting since pretty much I, I could grab a gun. Um, you know, I've been going to the farm, uh, in Illinois for the last, since I've been 13 years old, uh, I've been hunting every year for gun season. This, and my, uh, my dad has actually tried once before getting me into archery and it, it just didn't click, but I'm at the age now where I've kind of, uh, I, like, I feel like I've already done the gun, you know, hunting portion of it work right. for so many years. I kind of want a new challenge. And the first time that I really practiced archery, I realized how difficult it is. It's, it's way harder than just looking through a scope. Um, so my dad has really helped me and back my effort uh, into getting into archery and learning and, and, and being good. Uh, so it's, it's been really fun. And I could definitely see why it's, it's almost like a soothing uh, hobby. There's an artistry, yeah. at least just from spectating. There really is an artistry to it that, I, I appreciate not even really knowing any of the technicalities of it, but it's gorgeous. It's, for I respect it. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up because there's, uh, you know, I think for a lot of people, when you start hunting, you need that, you know, I don't know if it's instant gratification, but you need that success. You want to be, you want to go out and you want to have the trophy picture. And, um, you know, I'm in my forties and I'm still part of me is in that stage, but it's, um, I think to do, to, to really embrace the archery aspect, you have to understand that, that it's more than just that picture. And even just in the last little bit, I've been able to, to do some, some hunting for antelope and elk. And, you know, I go out and, and man, I could have shot some really huge antelope with a rifle and it probably wouldn't have been a you know two-hour hunt because we saw some great ones but when you do it with the bow all of a sudden you're you're sitting and you're waiting and spotting and stalking and and it's a whole different level of of commitment and challenge and uh, it really does it takes that mindset that it's more than just going out and shooting something you want to embrace the artistry of archery and the hunt and all the little nuances that, that sometimes, and, and I'm a rifle hunter as well. I, I do both. And, and, uh, but, but there is, there are experiences that you can only have when you have to get them even closer than they are, you know, where with the rifle, it's all over and with the bow, it's just starting. So it's, it's way more. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, we're we're gonna be looking forward to some, hopefully, some uh, photos of you and you let us know. And and I, I what I can't figure out. I'm like, Dylan, what? You know, they wore a Pope and Young T-shirt for the engagement video. I can't even imagine what they're planning to do to include us in the wedding. Yeah. You get to sing uh, in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think we can do better than me singing at the wedding. I really think we can do better. I'm well, not sure. I mean, do we have some ideas? Do we need a brainstorm? We we could have suggest people send in suggestions. I, like I would love it. that. That would actually be really helpful. <laughs> What are they? Something borrowed, something blue, something camouflage, Pope and Young. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I Dylan, have you ever seen a Pope and Young wedding cake? I have not. I haven't either. I almost would bet that if somebody was willing to have a Pope and Young cake, we would pay for it. I'm telling you, we we could. uh, There, and you know what? That may not be the best idea. There's, you know, Isabella, if you had to come up with just a couple brainstorms, just off the cuff, what, what kind of things would you think of? Oh, that, that camouflage. We've, we've joked before. We said, why don't we step up our game? I mean, we're in a theme already. We might as well go for it. How about a camouflage wedding dress? <laughs> Are we tuxedo or? <laughs> camouflage tuxedo. Do, right. do you guys make those? Uh, you know, I've seen a sport, a camo sports coat before, but I have Again. not seen an actual tuxedo. I bet if it was, I bet if it was going to take place, I bet our friends at QU could help us make it happen. You think we can <laughs> make sure. some calls. I bet I mean, we, let, 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 let's see how committed they are. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think right now, poor Isabella is just sweating. She's like, oh my gosh, what if they come I up with a camo dress? My mother-in-law. <laughs> That that might be the bigger challenge is convincing my my mom to to, have, to let us wear camouflage uh, outfits. Between yeah. uh, Ernie always being out on hunts and us potentially having our wedding in full camouflage, I think she's got a lot of hunting in her life that she's got to deal with. Yeah, but maybe she's all for it. Yeah. yeah, maybe like more of a pocket square, a camo right. pocket square. I'll bet I'll bet Kuyu could hook us up with some of those. So. We'll see. We'll keep it maybe understated, but what, something will definitely flash every now and then. So Pope and Young was with us for the engagement and for the wedding. That is so awesome. Like I said, it was we. I, I saw that video, and it, I, your dad probably shared it on on Facebook or something. And I saw that, and I I sent it to Dylan. I said, "You will not believe it." I was years and years ago. I was at a general manager's meeting in Dallas, Texas, and it was a a company, and they said they had a speaker and they came in and they talked about going from like good to great and becoming a legendary, you know, uh, organization company. So they said, you know, there, there, are, there are places out there, there are businesses out there that people tattoo on their arms, you know, like Harley Davidson and different things. And they said, what you strive to be as, as a, as a business or as an entity is something that, that people believe in like that. And, and it was, when I saw that video, I was like, you know what, that is fantastic that you would include us. And it was literally, that's how, you know, Hey, we're doing something right. When, when people include us in a special day. So it was, that, that was pretty awesome. Now, what, uh, Isabella, if you could hunt one thing, what would it be? Ooh. Ooh. So Andrew and I, we, 
we have this thing. We'll routinely send each other photos or videos on Instagram. We've often sent pictures from Pope and Young's Instagram to each other. And we're always kind of commenting on the things we find interesting. And over the years, he's really made me interested in elk hunting. Okay. Uh, his favorite animal. We're always sending each other videos of them in the wild. I think they're gorgeous creatures. And um, I, I think that's maybe the favorite that he sent me and that we've talked about. It would be a really special hunt. I know that it's a special hunt generally, but it's a tough hunt, it's too. A tough hunt too, I hear. It's it's a tough <laughs> hunt. And and you wouldn't believe um, when you're there, when you're in the moment, how quickly things happen, how big a, an elk really is at 20 yards, and how often someone could miss an elk at 20 yards, even with a bow. <laughs> Somebody that that will not miss a playing card at thirty yards, I've seen miss an elk at twenty yards with a bow, and and have no idea how. So well, I mean, and it, that's kind of the the beauty of of hunting, really. Is is you know you up a lot of pressure and factors that go into you know are are your hands shaking while you're, while you're uh, at draw, you know. So I'm looking forward to that feeling. Uh, I really am. It's, it's been I've been practice practicing now for how many months since. Oh, gun since, season. Since I got back. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, um, well, so my plans are um, to hunt this year at the farm for the first time with Bo. So I'm gearing up for in about a month or so. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's September. So it should be pretty soon where we'll find out if I got it or if I don't. Excellent. Yeah. Well, and you know, that's the thing with the bow is it's sometimes it takes a little bit longer to figure out if you've got it or not because it's um, it, it's not. You know, like you say, it's more than just picking it up and putting the crosshairs on something. There's a lot of a lot of technique and practice and th that goes into it. And and it is when when things are going on right in front of you, it's I don't know how many times I've I've been there and all of a sudden you you let an arrow go and you're just like, Oh, that's it, it's a game over, and then boom. Oh, I, I didn't even see a limb there. I didn't even know there was a little stick. And and all of a sudden the game's not over. You just missed the stick and missed the shot. So, well, my, uh, my first uh, little funny story, my, my first day of practice uh, shooting bow, I was 10 yards from uh, a probably five feet by five feet uh, white big target, right? Really hard to miss. Um, so as I'm pulling back, I'm really struggling. And I think the bow I have now is a 60 pound bow. So, you know, 60 pounds, I know my dad was uh, a while back shooting 90 pounds and, you know, now he's gone down, but 60 is kind of normal. I could barely pull it back. And as I was pulling back, I hit the, the release by accident. And of course I was pointing up everything that you shouldn't do. So that arrow just shot into the sky and we lost it about Maybe three months later, my dad was looking at our trees. You know, uh, we have a, a, a fruit tree up front. And he looks up and my arrow hit a limb and still up there to this day. <laughs> it went through it. That, you considered it cutting it down and putting it in a shadow box so that one right. day you're on the same mission as your father is. Um, we can have that amongst your mouths. The yeah. first thing you like, ever shot was an avocado right. branch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, you know what? Hey, here's the great thing is you got to learn some lessons on maybe what not to do without anybody getting hurt. Yes. Yeah. So it, it's except, um, for the avocado tree, except for the avocado tree, but it sounds like it's doing okay. I think it's, it sounds like it's nursed back to health and it's, and it's, it's still fine. there. It's, it's good. Yeah. 
that's that's catch and release bow hunting. Shoot avocado right. trees. <laughs> they don't look as good on the wall, and you know I'm not an avocado fan, so they're not as good on the table as like an elk. But at, at least you can catch and release. That's right. Yeah. And so, all right, elk would be your first thing. Is there is there something that you see people and you're like, man, I don't know why anyone would want to shoot that. Well, elk wouldn't be my first thing. I just want, because I know that there's some experienced hunters listening to this podcast. My sights are set on a target 10 yards away. That's my first thing. Uh, I would love to also do whitetail that I know um, you guys often go up for during the winter. Um, What would I not go for? Um, Gosh, that's a great question. Maybe uh, bears? Bears. (laughs) I I wouldn't want her to go for bears, just... Or I don't have to be there with you. I have yeah. not, and I'll, I'll, I'll preface by saying I have not seen a lot of bear hunting videos, so I don't really know how that process goes, but I've heard a lot of bear hunting stories, and they they always put the fear of God in me. They always do. I have a deep respect, if not fear, for bear hunting. It is That is a crazy thing to pursue. They're gorgeous. Ernie has a couple here, and I think, I mean, they're, they're gorgeous animals, but that hunt sounds intense to say the least see bear hunting is bear hunting is one of my favorite things to hunt and uh i took my wife on a bear hunt last year wow and the first night we were out every twig twig that would snap or leaf that would crunch she would freak out she's like there's a bear coming i got a guy here i'm like babe if you hear it it's probably not a bear um and she ended up the rest of the week just staying at the lodge and not even going out and hunting with me uh and i'm like i brought you all this way and you just sit up there and 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 don't come out but she got scared so she hunted one night and was done. It's there are some serious stories about bear hunting that I, you know, I'm taking to heart. He's told me a couple of his experiences, and it's just it doesn't sound like it's the faint of heart. And right now, I am the faint of heart when it comes to grizzly bears and such. Yeah, you, you know, it's interesting because a couple of years ago, I was at Omaha and I was talking to some people because bears were never high on my list. I'm like, yeah, it's bears, you know. And then you start talking to people. And you talk to the guys like like John Fossil that he's his thing is hunting dangerous game with a bow. And you just listen to the excitement in his voice and he's transported back there. And at the time I was sitting at a table at this is at the convention in Omaha. And a couple of the people that I was sitting there with, one of them was Alan Bolin. And I think he was leaving maybe even from convention to go on a brown bear hunt, you know, huge, immense animals. And I'm like, it, you know, and all he does, he's a bow hunter. That's what he does. And so I, I didn't even have to ask him if he was going to use his bow on that thing because you know the answer. And then on the other side of me was a guy uh, by the name of Don Trump Jr., who was our keynote speaker. And it turns out he was going up like a week later to go for brown bears. And I said, hey, I said, you know, are, are you going to use a bow? And he's like, man, I don't want to be that close to one of those things. And at the time, I was thinking – I don't either. That's they'll kill you. But as you know, for the last couple of years or two and a half years, I've been around people who do that and they just, it's, it's once again, it's the whole experience, the aura of, of bow hunting and, and being around them and being that close to something that big and, and people just love it. I mean, there's, there's men and women out there that they just, that's their top thing. And you talk to the folks, you know, like uh, Steve Perrin's up at Rainy Pass Lodge, and you talk to him about, you know, archery hunting for those great big bears. 
and I and it's easy to get excited about it. So, uh, Isabel, I can totally see where you're coming from. I probably 24, 28 months ago, I was probably there, but now I'm I'm tipping the scales a little bit more towards you know what, that might be interesting. There's something there's something there. The people that are into it just love it. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I find really interesting about bears is. You kill a big whitetail, six, seven, maybe eight years old. You kill a big bear, it can be as old as me. I mean, it could be 25, 30 years old. And you're like, you go from hunting an animal that's been alive for seven years to an animal that's been alive for 25 years. And it's just, man, this bear has lived 25 years. It's seen everything that it can see. It's been everywhere it can be. Like, it's experienced everything. And I tricked it. Like, and, and, I, and I fooled it. I got within its wheelhouse and I harvested it with it. But, like, that's crazy to me that that bear has lived so long and seen everything under the sun and I was able to harvest it. That's why why I love bear hunting. And some of those, like those great big bears, the the true record book trophy bears, when you look at them, we had one, well, we had a couple of them in the museum and you'd look at the skulls. I mean, the teeth are broken and missing and, and you're not taking something you know, a lot of times you're not taking something in its prime. You're taking something that's clearly on the backside of, of its prime. And, and, uh, the, the character in those, in the skulls just really, really is something to see. And, and if you get a chance to be exposed to it. What a lifetime experience and every story that I've heard of them, the scary ones and, and, you know, the successful ones as well, always been the same, which is their, one in a lifetime experience. Everybody that I know is hunted there says a deep reverence for the um, the hunt, and you know they tell that story with great pride. So yeah, I think right now I'm a little scared of it, but you know you're convincing me, and I'm sure you'll get to it too once you get on your bear hunts. Um, yes, uh, hopefully, hopefully in the near future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it depends on how I do with whitetail. That's true. Yeah. So now, now tell me, you guys are from Miami, and when I think of wow, you know, hot spots for hunter recruitment and places where you just think, well, obviously there's an innate hunting culture. I don't know that I would put Miami at the top of that list, to be honest. It's not. It, it, it most definitely is not. And that's kind of the unique story of my, of my father. Uh, he's been hunting since, man, uh, probably 30, 40 years now. No, 30. How many of those were spent with a bow? Most of them. And um, the reason why he bow hunts now, uh, it's not, it, it didn't come from choice. It actually came out of necessity where he has this ring in his ear and it happened once when he was shooting a rifle and it was, I guess it was so loud and it was a kind of a chronic injury just getting worse and worse that his eardrum kind of, uh, it, it had some damage to it. So he goes, oh, I can't shoot anymore. All right, I'll, I'll this bow hunting and once he, he loved it yeah you know so yeah yeah but as far as as man being a uh, a hunter's paradise by no <laughs> means by no means we do have iguanas down here but beyond that i don't think there's much of a hunting culture that i can think of um and again coming into this house for the first time as a, as a woman who has no experience no family background in hunting except for some fox hunting on my father's side but that's long since been retired um, coming here and seeing the house as it currently is with the mounts all over the walls, I was taken aback at first. Um, but again, with, with the time and the culture that they introduced me to, you develop a, a respect for it that doesn't maybe come off at face value. Again, having no experience in it, you walk in, what is this? Where did, oh my goodness, I took a wrong turn. But, you know, the stories and the respect and the fact that we go there in summer to cultivate land and all is 
there's there's a, there's an art to it. There's there's I've, amazing. I've got I've got to say that a lot of people don't understand hunting and the hunting culture and and what it means to really. Especially in Miami, I just don't think it's it's we don't really have the the land for it, the the resources for it unless you go out to the Everglades or up in North Florida. Uh, but Miami, especially, not not so much. It's not the city for it. But with your father being here, I'm, I'm happy that it's exposed us, a new generation, to it, and our children as well. But I know you're not gonna. Oh, of course. You're gonna show your children. I'm sure they'll be out with a gun when they're 13 years old, just like you were. 100%. <laughs> now, yeah, that's great. Wrong. But you can hunt iguanas year round in Florida, can't you? Just this any is true. Time. This is true. I, I actually mean, have friends in Central Florida who've done that. They they I have doing that. Dylan, do we have a category for iguanas? We need. <laughs> you should. I don't think we have that. I've I've heard guys go down there and and hunt iguanas, and they're like, it's an absolute blast. You can kill as many as you want. There's no season, no bag. I mean, and they like it's fun. And I'm like, huh. Never would have thought of it. Hard man's fox hunting too, because you got your little spaniels out there who'll jump in the water, go catch them for you when you get them. It's great. <laughs> I've actually never been uh, iguana hunting, but I have kind of wanted to try it. Of, of you know, of recent, it does look kind of fun. And the reason why there's no seasons is because they they are everywhere, mm-hmm. and they're incredibly uh, invasive, and they you know they they Damn dig holes, and it's it's awful. Yeah. I, I lived in Dallas for a period of time, and a bunch of my friends out there were also into the boar hunting for the same reason. Yeah, yeah. that looks <laughs> that looks like fun. I'm like, okay, so you're telling me I can strap myself into a helicopter, hang out of the side of that thing with a foot out on the skid, and and start shooting hogs with you know your choice of AR. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Just it, it sounds awesome. Yeah. I, I got to do it once. A buddy of mine invited me down for that, and it it was it was pretty neat. Well, if so, you're interested, we can definitely make our way out to you, the Everglades, go iguana hunting. We'll send you all some footage of that. I don't know if you guys right. have interest in that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, we always have interest. You send us some iguana stuff, and I know a guy, Dylan. We could get that online. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely could. Okay. Does, does it have to be with a bow? Because that's gonna be really hard. <laughs> Yeah, we're, it's going to need to be about, you got to practice. I mean, if you're going to chase whitetails and elk, you, you better be able to kill an iguana with the bow. So, yeah. I, Dylan, what do you think? A bow? Yeah. Or yeah, that's okay. the first iguana bow-related content that exists on the internet. Exactly. I don't think it exists on the internet right now. And and I, I will attempt it if uh, only if I do get one. I am the first uh, uh, pl- uh, placement <laughs> in a new category for iguana poking <laughs> You know what? I don't know that that's going to fly with our records committee, but if that's what it's going to take, I'll send you a certificate. There you go. There we'll you make it happen. I would open the Pandora's box. Oh, yeah. It would, that's that. That's not even something I want to bring up because our, our records committee, they hold everything Pope and Young and everything records as completely sacred. So, so when exactly. you even suggest a new category, they're just like, uh-uh. They're, they're like, what are you talking about? If if if, if that should have been a category, we would have had it a category. And no, so I got an email not too long ago about making bow fishing a category, and I think it would probably fall somewhere in the same same realm. Yeah, it's you um, also can't lead as one of one of the Miami bow hunters with Pope and Young as the first person who also recommended iguanas to be. I feel like that just wouldn't be a good president. Yeah, you, you're gonna run. You're gonna want to run that by your dad before you. <laughs> You know, pop that Santana name onto an iguana category. I wouldn't dare ask him. 
<laughs> so, yeah. So was was your dad pretty happy with how that video turned out? You know, uh, when the video was finally uh, put together and and uh, I guess sequenced, we all watched it and we we're all kind of taken back because we didn't know how it was going to come out. I didn't know if I was going to miss. And, and actually, um, about an hour or so before we, um, we we did it, I was practicing from 15 yards. Um, when I when I got there, for whatever reason, they moved me to 20 yards. And you think five yards is not a big difference, but that got in my head, and I was freaking <laughs> out it, that th those five yards were going to make the the difference. Um, yeah, you know, so, I can't yeah. imagine the pressure of like the engagement, the whole thing. Plus it's on at least two or three cameras angles that we could see fireworks are keyed up. I mean, everything is ready to go, but if you don't hit that balloon, man, I can see that being some pressure right there. That's like bear hunting. I'm telling you that right there is bear hunting. And, and you know, I, I wasn't that nervous until I pulled back because one uh, you know, I don't have the muscle memory to really hold the draw for for a, a long time. And while that wasn't that long, for me, it was. Under the pressure of the, I'm about to ask this woman to marry me. I'm yeah. sure it felt like forever. <laughs> so I, I wasn't nervous until right when I stepped out of the truck, when I got to the to the spot and I was like, all right, it's happening. That's great. I did not know at all. All of you are fabulous actors. I, not a single time did I think, oh, that's what this is. Not at all. I thought you were demonstrating the bow pullback, and I was taking notes. If you watch me, I'm observing your your form. I'm looking at your elbows. I'm listening to Ernie taking the whole story. I'm not sure if uh, if you guys caught this, but when I pulled back, there was one comment from her where she goes, "Ooh, it's so smooth." <laughs> I was trying to take notes. I was being a good student. <laughs> I didn't realize what was That's, going on. I'll tell you what: if she's taking notes while you're drawing back. You you need to get this girl a bow. I'm telling you right now. This is uh you, I would love nothing more than that. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be fun. It'd be fun. It's not just for the target. So it would be really cool to get into. Your birthday is coming up. This is true. This there is true. you go. I'm still not. riding the high of, of the ring, so I don't <laughs> Um, but well, that you know what? You're you're on the wave right now and you're engaged. So now's when you ride the wave of the gifts, you know, just say, hey, you know, we're engaged. This is probably going to be a big birthday present, like a bow that's right. <laughs> and arrows. Yeah. You know. Once we were offered the chance of free gear, we're like, oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And how, how does your uh, what, what do we send them out? Do you guys get some Kuyu gear? I got, we got the hats and we, then we got two jackets. Yeah, so okay. it's open young hat and two jackets. Awesome. It. I wear it all the time around here. It fits in with all the mounts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. You know, Dylan, what were we thinking? We're, we're sending people in Miami Kuyu jackets. They're yeah. able to travel to use those things. So, but it's it, young branded flip flops maybe for the Miami weather. They just yeah. got to turn the air down in their house so they can wear it. I'll tell you. <laughs> That's uh well we we were happy to do it and we, once again we thought anybody that includes us we we had to do something special for and so you know if anybody else is out there listening if if you're getting ready to get engaged or you know I think Dylan came up with the reveal party have a baby yes yeah you know oh, as the 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 next step the next step. Yeah. You know, I mean, you guys have set the bar pretty high. I'm not going to lie with the, with the t-shirt and the fireworks 
and she said yes. I mean, that's setting the bar pretty high. But if anybody's listening, um, Dylan, I think we got some more Kuyu gear we could send out for anybody that could top this video or yeah. even get close. You get close to this video, you know what? We're include Pope and Young like that. I think we're good to send some more gear out. You know what I was just thinking, Jason? We got a lot of Pope and Young pint glasses that would be awesome for a wedding. Oh, yes, we do. We do need some glasses. That, that's for sure. <laughs> if anybody else is having one, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, we'll have to keep brainstorming. And I, I honestly, I, I think I just can't wait to see what you guys come up with. Cause I think, uh, um, we are definitely thinking about it. It's just because of the way that the first one went, it's kind of become the running, the running gag. Now we have to have one up ourselves in the next one. There we you go. The wedding, we're going to make it hunting theme. And I guess the honeymoon now has to be too. And the reveal and the, <laughs> Hunting. that'll be it we'll go bear hunting for the honeymoon <laughs> yeah or elk I'm talking about it sounds like elk, that, oh, man if, if that's that's not a bad honeymoon right there that that beats disneyland all the pieces right there for sure. yes for yeah sure. so well hey one thing that we ask on every show we ask the same question every time and the, I, this is, uh, I've no idea what we're going to get because this is, we're in some uncharted territory. We, we, I, Isabella, I think you might be our first ever not yet hunter on the show. So if, you know, when, when you find yourself out in the field and I hope you will soon, I have a feeling that you're going to find yourself out there. And, uh, what what is one thing that you would think you would take with you in your pack that you just wouldn't want to live without? That's gonna be tough for her to answer. Yeah, <laughs> I might call in a helpline if that's okay. Uh, are you survival? No, for hunting. Well, hunting is survival. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? We my can always have fire starting stuff. There you go. That's that's probably not <laughs> that's the right answer. <laughs> it is. It is. If that's your answer, Dylan, let's add that one to the list. I mean, <laughs> there are no answers. There's no. Hey, we've had some of the best bow hunters in the entire world on this show, and we've we've yet to have a wrong answer. So we'll we'll take that. And uh, I, I always have some in my pack. In fact, you know, pyro putty or or uh, whatever your your make is but there's some good stuff out there and uh jason i got be a good time to drop a little too. pyro putty to come out with a bow, a bow hunter blend and a bow hunter blend and it's gonna be pope and young branded so all right with that being said uh, you know what isabella not only was that the right answer that was probably the rightest answer because <laughs> now all of a sudden for your fire starter can be Pope and Young Bow Hunter Blend Pyro Putty. So there we go. Oh, that's exactly yeah. right. Sponsorship. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Uh, after an answer like that, Andrew, you 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 even want to go? Yeah, you have to go. It's part of the ritual. Of course, of course. And, and I think I hope that my answer is going to be unique, and I think it will. And it's going to sound bad at first, but it's way time. Iguana spray. Huh? Iguana spray. <laughs> Almost. But no. Um, so actually, I will take one beer with me every time that I go out. So that whenever I do harvest an animal, 
always crack that open and and have it. So beer is my essential. Okay, we can live with that. I've I've got some buddies that do similar things. I had a uh, um one buddy of mine used to take a little one of those little airline bottles of wild turkey, and he says, "Hey, when when we connect, we're gonna you know have a sip." And another one, I think out down in my gun room, I've got a uh, a cigar case because I had a buddy that used to always take a cigar, and when he you know, connected and he punched his tag, he'd have a cigar. And this one's just crushed because a, a horse went over with him on it. And uh, this particular cigarette case happened to break one of his ribs. But he, I don't know why he gave it to me. But uh, um, anyway, I wound up with it. And, and it's one of those neat things that you look back on. You, you remember literally where you were when they were telling you the story. So I can, uh, Dylan, I can live with a beer. How about you? Yeah, I was going to say it's kind of like Michael Waddell. He said he always carries a cigar with him. Yeah. So, now, what what kind of beer? Because it's probably going to be warm. Well, I'm, well, well, I'm waiting for the, the Pope and Young branded beer now. So, <laughs> it, yeah. Dylan, I think reels that, that was a direct challenge to our, the marketing manager to find That's a Pope and Young branded beer right there. Now, now we got reels coming, huh? Dylan, I'm telling you, right now, you find a Pope and Young branded beer, I can guarantee you at least one wedding that will have it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, ours. Yeah. <laughs> In Miami. <laughs> so, uh, normally, um, I'll take out Blue Moon. Okay. My, my go-to uh, is. So, I've taken out that. I've taken out a, you know, a couple of other ones, uh, simple ones. I'm kind of a diet Mountain Dew guy myself, but uh, my I've actually two favorite kinds of beer. It's uh, free and cold, not necessarily in that order. So exactly, but and, and no, it, it it actually doesn't get hot because it's always cold uh, at the farm during season. So I can actually sit out of uh, the bag, and it, it might get colder. It depends on how the, the, the temperature, but. No, you're it's an, hunting, so is it going to be all shaken up? No, I probably just have to keep it in the bag now. These are considered important considerations yeah. to make for both hunting. They are. Yeah, and you have to be careful yeah. because when, yeah, when when you have inclement weather, you know, all of a sudden now it can't be a can. It has to be, you know, I don't know. They don't make beer in plastic bottles because, like with soda, if it's going to be super cold, um, you can't take a can because it'll literally explode in your car or your bag or wherever it happens to be. Um, so I, you might have to do some research there to find just the right beer. I actually haven't thought about that. And that's a very good point. I know that hasn't happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, I'll tell you what, um, Isabella, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us today. We had a great time talking to you. Cannot uh, wait for your next adventure. And, and we can't wait to see some of those, uh, archery, the shooting and the hunting you know, pictures that you guys are going to send us when you get out there. And, uh, and, and thank you so much for including Pope and Young in your special day. It means a lot to us. And, uh, and we really do appreciate it. And, and we wish you guys all the best in, in your future together. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you.